Hello, folks. Welcome to the Sioux Nation podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis with Sioux Nation Ag Center. And today we are privileged to have Holly Rader here today. Thanks for coming by today, Holly. Thanks so much for having me. And Holly is the Agribusiness Director at the Greater Sioux Falls Chamber of Commerce. Uh, She was born and raised on a small cattle operation in South Texas and graduated uh, with an animal science degree from Texas A&M, went on to do a master's degree in international agriculture at Oklahoma State. That's correct. And many of our listeners will uh, potentially know her from her work with the Sioux Empire Livestock Show. So um, we're here today with you basically to learn a little bit more about what the Chambers Agribusiness Division does. I'm um, really, be honest with you, it was a division I didn't know the Sioux Falls Chamber of Commerce had. I mean, we know about the Sioux Empire Livestock Show and, uh, you know, what's associated with that. But it's really an interesting dynamic you don't think of with our largest metropolis in the state. Right. And most states do not have um, their largest city in their state. And actually, most chambers don't even have an agribusiness focus where one person is completely dedicated to making sure that the agribusiness division is doing all that it was meant to do. So it's a very rare and um, very unique I would say blessing that um, the Sioux Falls area and really the region has because um, we're stronger together. And so having all of our ag members in the area be a part of a bigger cause, our mission is to promote and advance the Sioux Empire as an agricultural center through actions that provide a higher visibility of the industry. So truly all I get to do, and I'm so blessed to be able to do it, is I'm the ag cheerleader for the region, is how I feel, okay. is how I feel strongly. And that's what I, my, my elevator pitch, I guess um, you would say. But so those actions uh, that provide a higher visibility come usually in the form of different initiatives and annual events, such okay. as the Sioux Empire Livestock Show. So we do, um, the chamber owns the Sioux Empire Livestock Show, which was okay. traditionally the Sioux Empire Farm Show for 65 mm-hmm. years. And um, going through this rebranding that we've been going through um, almost three years now um, as the Sioux Empire Livestock Show, um, kind of just focusing more on um, the livestock sector for so many years, 65 to be exact, mm-hmm. um, time, money, effort, and um, volunteer initiatives for the show um, were in the form of supporting the livestock side of the industry. So um, it's really unique that um, a chamber would run an event like that as well. And we are moving onward and upward, and it's so exciting to um, be a part of it in some way. Sure. So is there any other big changes that um, you're looking at with the livestock show? And let's just say beyond the current uh, chaos, perhaps? Yeah. So every year... We, I, um, before working here in Sioux Falls, I was um, working for the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Oh, that's so, a small one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's fun. It, it was very full circle for me, um, sure. showing there and then receiving a scholarship and then out of college being my first position out of college. And I, it was the perfect fit at the time. Um, and definitely not someone who wants to raise kids in Houston and, um, being from Texas, never did I see myself in South Dakota, which is a really fun story too. But so coming from Houston, obviously there's so much opportunity that I can see, um, being the show manager of the Sioux Empire Livestock Show. But I also know that with change comes really a plan and, and doing something every year that's going to mean something to maybe a different piece of our crowd and our audience and our visitors. So, um, Uh, We have implemented 
quite a few changes that the general public doesn't necessarily see, but our exhibitors will see. Mm -hmm. And so uh, more focus on our purebred cattle shows and sales. Mm -hmm. um, we're, this is something that I'm saying right now. I don't know when this is going to air, but we, it has not been rolled out yet, but this year we are opening our purebred cattle shows and sales up to more than just the six breeds that have been present for the past I'm not sure how many years. Oh, so, sure. Just opening we, it up more widely to basically any any association. Yes. There are some other shows around here that you have to have a certain amount of head in order to um, be able to allow it on the supreme row. Mm -hmm. And um, it hit home to me when I saw this bull in, I'm not going to say what show it was, but there was a bull and it was a main on Jew bull. And in my experience, probably the best thing in the barn <laughs> and um, it couldn't it didn't have the opportunity of getting to Supreme Row because there weren't enough head um, in that specific breed show. Mm -hmm. So what our intent is, is to make sure that the best genetics are represented. And so we'll have an all breed, an all other breed show. Okay. Um, that I wondered has, how you were going to do that. Right. So you make up for the lack of numbers. And right. So breeds. Um, breeds say Charlay only brings um, eight head. They, sure. they roll into our all other breed show. You have sure. to have 10 head or more. And just, you know, internally. Um, anyways, that's something that hasn't been rolled out yet. And I'm, I'm oh, off on that's, a tangent. that's good, though, too. I and mean, could probably yeah. talk for days about that specific area. But mm -hmm. um, the Mayor's Roundup and Sell of Champions is something that we really have been honing in on as well. Mm -hmm. We would like to make that a bigger and uh, better event every year because all in all, it's all about the future of our industry and making sure that those exhibitors, those youth exhibitors, can really um, capitalize on what they deserve here in the Sioux Falls area. We have, um, you know, we have cattle that come from Texas and Oklahoma, and we have sheep and goats that come from Arkansas and Pennsylvania and hogs that come from Utah. If we're going to be that nationally represented, we want to make sure that they leave the Sioux Falls area feeling like they were appreciated for being here. So that's something mm -hmm. that's very passionate from myself and also mm -hmm. our leadership team. And I get to work with the best volunteers in the world. And um, I'm very, very blessed by that as well. I could talk all day about the livestock show. Sure. There's a lot more <laughs> that the chamber does than well, just the livestock show. And that's probably show. <laughs> something to go into. I mean, because that, you know, the livestock show has a lot of visibility, but uh, what are some of these other aspects that the chamber does? Right. So some of our other annual events um, would be the annual Ag Appreciation Day Luncheon, which is coming up on August 5th. And um, basically it's a day that we join forces with all of our members and area businesses, such as Sioux Nation Ag. Mm -hmm. Y'all are one of our contributors this year and we really appreciate it. Um, but we, we all hands on deck and in a year like this, our hands look a little different and we're a little further apart, but um, we just serve all of our area agriculturalists. So it's free of charge and it's really just bringing awareness to those that might be in attendance um, there that don't there. Maybe they consider themselves ag supporters rather than agriculturalists. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just making sure that we tell some piece of the story so that they leave the Sioux Empire Fair feeling like they appreciate the food that they're eating and they know where it's coming from. And it's a mm -hmm. person that's working day in and day out and not just one person. It's such a chain, every mm -hmm. aspect of our industry. So it's... Um, this year will look a little different, but in the past three years, we have really tried to have some piece of initiative that would just connect the food that you're eating to the person who's giving it to you. And, and I, adding that interaction piece, this year looks a little different mm -hmm. due to the light, the current state of everything. And the disease that shall not be named. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Me neither. Uh, but we um, are still going to make sure it's a good time and we'll have all of our... Um, a lot of our officials there, federal and local, and um, they'll make sure and give a little shout out to our farmers. And um, yeah, it's a great day. And then other initiatives that happen throughout the year are annual National Farmers Day at the Barn. That is mm-hmm. completely for the consumer free event. And we have different stations for kids and family fun. And it's a great time. And um, just recognizing our National Farmers Day, mm-hmm. which happens every year on o- October 12th. And then we have other initiatives throughout the year. Um, every month we get together and just connect as different individuals within the industry and see what we can do in what way as a group. And it's it's pretty fun getting to be a part of that conversation every month. Um, something that really took off was um, we had an initiative last year on June 4th where we went out and just gave cookies to farmers Hmm. and um, and with a thank you note in it. It was a really hard year last year and it's, we're not seeing the light quite yet, but um, with all the weather and the just so many different areas of our region and nation and world struggling, um, this initiative actually took off and went viral. Mm -hmm. And I say world because we even had people in New Zealand that reached out to us as a chamber and said, we really love what you did. Um, We're dealing with this here in New Zealand right now, and we're going to do something similar. Thank you. And so chambers all over the nation were doing something very similar with their ag committees. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just fun being a part of a group of, you know, of advocates for the industry that are so passionate about making sure that we're always doing something that's going to make our farmers and our ranchers feel lifted in sure. some type of way. It's a hard industry to be a part of, but it's not, it's not an industry to everyone. It's a lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's, I love what I get to do, no, <laughs> obviously. Cool. Well, it sounds like a lot of this is, uh, you know, consumer interaction, uh, have there been some instances that you've had where there's been some negative pushbacks or maybe even instances where maybe began as either tepid or negative and then end up turning out to be a positive? Absolutely. Almost every week I encounter something um, along those lines. Going back to the cookie initiative, um, whenever I first sent out the idea to um, a little broader than just our agribusiness division Mm -hmm. to see if anyone would like to be a part of it. Our our mission of that to begin with was getting all of our media stations to ride along and truly see um, the depth of concern that there was last year. You mean the fact that we were all up in mud up to our necks? Right, (laughs) right. And the fact that, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. And, And being a part of this region too is just... There's nothing like it up here. I'm from South Texas, as you already know, and mm. we have cotton. But I thought we I lived in an area where farming was thriving. But then you come up to the Midwest and it's just a whole different story. But but the livelihood that comes along with that and getting, you know, the the local media stations out there with us, it was mm-hmm. really cool. We had six different media stations right along with different teams. Oh, and we sure, covered yeah. over a thousand miles um in one day. Mm-hmm. And just handed out cookies to random farmers. And so in that, the current, the initial pitch, there was three individuals that said that's a tone deaf initiative. And so with that, Mm. there's, there's negativity everywhere, 
but it's the, well, we don't expect to get anything from this other than awareness. Like Mm -hmm. we just want people to understand here in the city that people are struggling, but they're struggling because they care about putting food on your plate Mm -hmm. and they care about it from all other aspects that we don't even need to dive into because it's just that connection piece Mm -hmm. that, that really is missing. And it's not just this city. It's, it's a lot of cities around the nation. Mm -hmm. I worked the same way in Houston. I worked with our donors um, and the auction side. Mm -hmm. So those donors, it was the same type of, of conversation and Mm -hmm. something I'm very passionate about connecting. And it's, it's just great working with volunteers and chamber members that do the same. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for all you do. And, uh, thank you for taking the time to come by today to talk with us. I do have one question for you. When I was at the Houston sock show, many, many years ago, that was back when I was in block and bridal. So we're really talking a long time ago now. Um, the thing that I thought was the most unique was the deer auction. <laughs> There's a lot of fun pieces. <laughs> I mean, having a 20 plus day show, you can fit a lot of different oh, aspects wow. into it. There's the llama and alpaca show too. I didn't know about that. <laughs> and they also have costumes on. They put costumes on the alpacas and the llamas. So they have their show and then they have, the, I think it's the costume contest aspect to it. It's huh. very interesting. And it takes place right where the junior auctions go on. So on the day of the market steer auction yeah. every year is when the costume contest is going on. And it was just the, I won't, don't want to say the coolest, but maybe the most interesting thing I've ever seen. The, di- the dichotomy between the market steer competitors yes. and the folks who would put their llama in a costume for a competition Absolutely. must have been rather profound. Y- yes. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Well, I just wondered if we were going to have a deer auction up here at some point. Probably not, but... You know, there's a lot of dreams and aspirations we have for the Sioux Empire Livestock Show. And um, maybe stay tuned and we might just have ourselves a deer auction or maybe something more, um, more... traditional to the area, maybe something along the lines of pheasants or something. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is the prettiest rooster you'll ever see. Don't talk about it as a Chinese chicken. This is American made. (laughs) (laughs) You can take that out. (laughs) No, I just leave it right in there. It sounds good to this old boy. And hey, well, thank you once again. Really appreciate you coming by. And thank you all for listening out there. And y'all take care, folks. Mm